Well, howdy partners, welcome back to Flavored Enemy Legacies, this one here called Lord of the Worms. And I tell you, it's going to be a doozy. So, as we pick up starting, we're all located over here in the Tavern of Fez, in the beautiful city of Fazura, out here in the waste, protected by our Lord and Savior, Fazura. Praise Fazura. Now, as we get started, y'all are enjoying yourselves some nice, cool, refreshing drinks, some shade from the sun, and some lively music. Why don't you go ahead and go around the table, introducing everybody that's sitting here at the card table. Captain Stellaris, you kick us off. Uh, yes, my name is Captain Stellaris, a thorn piercer. Uh, yeah, a man filled with many regrets, and my only goal now is to assist others in the hopes of redeeming myself, and perhaps dying on the battlefield. Well, don't invite him to a child's birthday party. Moving on next, we have Frankie the Head of James. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about you, Frankie? Hi, I'm Frankie the Head of James. I came from Cal. My favorite number is 86 because that's my jersey from SWAT stick. You know, you take a stick, you swat at a ball, you see how far it goes, and sometimes it makes it, sometimes it gets caught, you know. But, yeah, yeah that's what ball. Uh, yeah, I'm Frankie. Well, seems like a mighty fine fella, and definitely you would not want dating your daughter. Now, moving on to next. Vitorico, you tell us a little bit about you. Hola, I am Vitorico. I come from a long line of fun-loving Erangorn, and I... Hold on, hold on. I need another pint. Yes, another pint. See, okay. So I have, I have, I have a long line of fun-loving Erangorn in my family, and I travel from town to town, and I look for more and more fun. Well, could you, uh, could you tell us a little bit about you, Picker? Yeah. Well, I'm just sitting here playing cards. That's about all I ever do. I like to, like to see how things work. Looking at all the people at the table here. Spend all my time taking things apart, putting them back together again. I got no problem letting anybody use any of my inventions. Because if they fail, <laughs> they ain't failing on me. Yeah. Well, now that I got a chance to get to know y'all. <clears throat> oh, who's that over there? Uh, fella, you take a seat at the table. Could you tell us a little bit about you? Uh, yeah. Strolling up is a is a is a little kobold. He's got a little bit of a, a rainbow pattern to him. Some of them are like metallic scales, and some of them are just straight chromatic. Uh, he, he hops up to the stage. He is clearly drunk and a little sad. <laughs> don't, I don't, I don't, I don't I don't know where my game is. <laughs> well, you want you want dealt in? Uh, yeah. I start trying to pour alcohol into into people's cups without without <laughs> any consent at all. <laughs> Just topping people off, and it's it's not what should go in the cups. <laughs> what are are we rationing? Give me more. Drink, 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 drink. Oh, I'm your card dealer. Name's Cade Dustwalker, and uh, we're gonna get you all set up. He starts dealing out the cards. You see him? He's kind of like a kind of like a 
very, very, very sun-kissed man, really waxed mustache, quilled at the edges, uh, black hair, and he's got a, a flat-brimmed uh, hat on, as well as a black vest and a white uh, shirt on underneath that. It's kind of just got the sleeves just roughly tucked up. Everything's kind of coated in a fine layer of sand, and he uh, starts dealing the cards out. So, what brings you all to Fazorin? You got anything else going on? Was sent out on mission. Forgot why. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, how about y'all? I'm just taking a break from the old, good old-fashioned SWAT stick, you know. Sometimes you, uh, sometimes it's just, it's hard. SWAT stick is hard. So is my eggs. All right. <clears throat> well, it's mighty fine y'all came through. We've been looking for some outsiders to take care of a problem that everyone else is too terrified to take care of, you know. Y'all looking for work? I'm, I'm looking f I'm looking for fun. Is this a fun mission? Uh, well, how about I tell you about it, and then you decide if it's fun. Uh, my, my little horns perk up a little bit, and I stare. Like, glossy-eyed as hell. Oh. Some... Ruffians took a uh, big old supply that we got in from, uh, well, from a brewer down in Spokestot. Makes the best, best drink you ever had with no alcohol in it, believe it. So the kids just love it. We call them Sand Dunes Sarsaparillas, and they are the best dang thing that you ever had. <laughs> they love them so much. They love them so much that they be drinking them from morning. All the way to sunset. Yeah, even some, even some of the the the, sand, the, the uh, sand dune riders, working out in the in the dunes, watching out for for bandits. They uh, they be drinking them on jobs too. But that's not the problem. The problem is, someone nicked it on the way here before we even got a chance to get him. Now we know where the you know where the site where they where they got nicked from was. But we wasn't able to figure out anything about what what took them or where where they went. All we know is that we sent a group out to go and try to figure out where it went. And when they came back, they were going on and on about a, a, a ghost that was chopping off heads and stuff. Now no one even go anywhere near it. Yeah. We love that sand dune sarsaparilla so much, and believe me, you only get one batch a year because of how long it takes to make. But we love it so much, we offer, we offer 500 gold for the recovery of the crate. See, I mean, I like it. 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 That's a new uh, SWAT stick ball for me, or bat, or ball. You kind of lose both of them when you play, because, you know, sometimes you hit the ball too hard, and then it just kind of shatters the stick, you know. It's it's a struggle. Yeah. Help cousins, help cousin, help cousin. I'm sorry, is that 500 gold each? For a single crate? Well, yep, 500 gold total for the, for, for, for the recovery of the crate. However many people want to go, that's up to them. Ah, I see. Interesting. Yep. That's a good bit yep. of money. <laughs> I like the sound of it. <laughs> yep. just and 
glass on top of that on top of that you'd be welcome in for Zorin anytime you want and you know this is probably the safest place in Vittore protected by our lord and savior Fazora. praise Fazora. it's just uh, see, the, see the entire praise Fazora. the entire bar just praise Fazora. praise Fazora. praise Fazora. Uh, family. Well, yeah. Hey, look at that, Stellaris. You you won that hand. Here you go. And he pushes the uh, four silver in the pile over. Well, I'm off to do my rounds. He sticks the sheriff badge back on his uh, back on his vest. If you need me, you can find me walking around. I'll be walking over to uh. The wormhole next. Make sure that everything looks good over there. And he gets up and walks out. As he walks out, the doors kind of swing behind him and more sand rolls in. Just see there's obviously a sandstorm that's going on right now. We uh, We go now? Nah. I think we should wait for the uh, sandstorm to finish up here, you know, because, you know, the sand's going to get all over the place and I don't want to get my jersey dirty, you know? I crawl up onto the table and I take a nap. That's uh that's one hell of a place to take a nap. Okay. I got way too drunk way too fast. It's right in the middle of our card game. Yeah, I know, it's ridiculous. We're playing here. Get off the table, you schmuck. I'm definitely laying on all the coins like a like a dragon would. I'm just gonna pick up color and kinda like move him off the table and just kinda put him on the chair he was just on. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make me an athletics check. <laughs> Game was rigged from the start. Twelve. Okay. You pick up color and put him on the on the seat. No problem. Color, you are just snoozing. So uh, I'm having my power nap right now. What do you guys do? So uh, anybody know where we're going? Like he's, we know the general direction. Maybe we want to go and talk to the uh, people that went out on the last job. You know what? That might be a good spot. I'm going to reach my hand out towards uh, Picker and be like, hey, uh, I'm Frankie. Hey, uh, yeah, all right. And he reaches out reluctantly and shake your hand. Uh, don't worry. The only thing uh, these hands are for are swinging swat stick bats. Right, yeah. Cool. Uh, that's nice to hear. <laughs> uh, I reach out my hand as well just before they unclasp and put it on top of theirs and I say si 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 me amo es viterico viterico I can say my uh, name I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Frankie it's a pleasure to meet you as well I guess I mean do you want a fir- do you want your own handshake or do you just want to stay on top of ours like this si 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 we are friends now I'd hope so. I mean, we just played a hand of cards together. One hand of cards, it's all it takes for you guys to be friends, huh? <laughs> okay. Well, growing up, my mom said I'm not exactly the smartest of men, so you know. I see. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, nice to meet you, Frederico and uh, Frankie. I'm Picker. Well, pleasure to meet you as well, Picker. And I'm going to turn to Captain and be like, so uh, I'm guessing you're the captain? Uh, captain I am indeed, or shall I say, a former captain. I, uh, no longer officially have the position, but, uh, I still use it out and about on jobs. You never know when you could need that sort of power. You can just uh, call me Stellaris. 
I'll probably still call you Captain. Captain, my captain, you know? That's from the SWAT stick days back in two years ago. I have no idea what you speak of. Oh, but, uh... wait till I tell you all about SWAT stick. It's going to be great. I promise we have a whole journey ahead of us. Once we go find these guys, we got to talk to them about the crates. And then once we find them, you know, I can tell you about SWAT stick. I can tell you about how uh, it's like different techniques, different stances. Sometimes uh, they like to throw curveballs. You know, it's it's crazy. Crazy sport. Uh, yes, so, I'm sure. Slowly wake up and I start mumbling statistics. Um, so, Captain, you were here when there, the the, in, the problem that happened with the the team that were trying to recover it last happened. You know that they've been kind of stuck stuck in the uh, in the in the set in the jail cells because they've been just going on and on about all kinds of stuff. And oh. Sheriff Dustwalker just thought they were like extremely drunk or maybe on some kind of light or something like that. So he kind of put them there to like, let them sleep it off. So you would know that that's where they are. So are we all in agreement that we're working together on this then? Yeah, I mean, 500 gold. Oof. That's a new uniform, new SWAT sticks, maybe a new ball, depending on how uh, pricey the, the warehouse that you get them from is. Si, right. senor. He sounds fun. I want to go a long way in the junkyards, I tell you that. Well, then, it might behoove us all if I share some information. Now, the, uh, the last crew happened to know exactly where they are. See, I was already in the area around the time that they returned. So, of course, I caught the whole commotion, and I paid close attention, and I know they're currently sitting down in the jail. They, uh, they don't seem quite alright, if you know what I mean. Ah, so they're not right in the head? Or, like, are they, uh, they a little bit, uh, hurt? Like, they got hurt on the, the, the mission they were on, you know? Well, surely if they'd gotten hurt, they wouldn't be in the jail cell, now would they? I mistook them for drunks at first, but, uh, one of them had this crazed look in his eye. He'd seen something horrific, but... I'm not at all certain. I hadn't thought to speak with them before. Well, you got me there about the jail thing, but uh, lead the way, Captain, and let's go uh, talk to these boys. Are they injured? I, 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 I kind of missed what's going on. I got drunk too fast. We're, uh, we're going down to the jails to talk to those guys who went out on that last mission for the crates so that we can get 500 gold for. And Vitorico, they might be injured. I, I'm unsure. I would assume maybe. If not physically, then maybe a little mentally from what they saw. Because, you know, they're in the jail cell, not the infirmary. But, you know, we, we could be wrong. Injuries are fickle creatures. Oh, okay. I hope they're not, not too, too, too hurt. All right. I, uh, so I start acting very timidly. So y'all start, y'all make it over to the sheriff's office where the jail cells are um and sheriff Dustwalker's not here right now as he's over checking on the wormhole and you guys uh get to the front door and it's unlocked what do you guys do oh captain you seem to know where things are so <laughs> i guess you're in charge leave the way captain is well, it okay to just walk in like that i hope it's okay well the uh 
the sheriff strikes me as the type to not care too much as long as you don't break the laws. So let's go in, have a look around, find these folks and talk to them. See what they know. I mean, uh, wouldn't we technically be breaking and entering if we don't, if the front door is unlocked and we walked in? Isn't that kind of breaking the law? And if we break the law, the sheriff might put us in the jail? No, it's, it's unlocked. You cannot break in if it's unlocked. You just walk in. Yeah, but wouldn't you want to get invited in, you know? Nah, I think it'll be fine. And Pick is just going to open up the door. The I. The jail's a public space. How could we be breaking in? You know what? That's a fair point, Captain. This is why they pay you the big bucks here. So, you all walk in. Uh, and you see that there is a... Um, Blonde human girl behind a desk, with, like curly hair, kind of just up right above her, right above her ne her neckline. Um, she's got like this black and white polka dot dress on, and behind her you can see the door to the actual uh, jail itself. And she looks up and she says, "Oh, hello. Well, aren't y'all short for sort? Well, I don't believe I know y'all." I think I've seen you before. She kind of points at you, Captain. How can I help y'all today? Uh, yes. Hello there, ma'am. Uh, indeed, you have seen me around before. I've been here for a while. Do you remember those folks that, uh, were brought in? Couldn't quite tell if they was drunk. One of them was raving a little bit about, uh, something out there in the desert. Sure as sugar. She hadn't eaten, they hadn't eaten nothing. I brought cornbread, or I brought beans, I brought jerky. They haven't touched nothing. Hmm, that's mighty strange. I'm just wondering, could we give them a talking to? See what they know? Oh, sure. Oh, sure thing. Sure thing. Go ahead and head on back. Thank you kindly, man. Oh, sure thing. Oh, keep keep, uh, keep it two feet away from the bars. Otherwise, we're not liable for any injuries you sustain. Uh, yes, ma'am. Will do. All right, head on back now. What do y'all do? Well, let's, uh, let's head on back there. On my way back, I accidentally knocked something over. Yeah, there the, um, the umbrella holder just kind of falls over. My, my tail is clumsy. <clears throat> sorry. Frankie just goes, I, I pick up the umbrella holder and be like, I'm sorry for the, uh, the man with the tail over there, you know. I, oh, it no. kind of looks like he's a bit clumsy with it. Oh, no, it, sh it, it, it sure is fine. Don't worry about it. Hi. Right. Can you uh lead us the way, or show us the way, or can you not no, leave the desk? No, I'm I'm not allowed to leave the desk here. But you can just head on through that door back there, and you'll be right there. Thank you, ma'am. And you guys head through the back door. Yep. Go on through. Always into the back door. Uh, so you guys head inside, and there is ten total cells arranged in the used type pattern from where you guys walk in. So the left, the back, and the right. All of the people that are in cells are in the back of the of the of the room. And they're all kind of just lumped together in this back large cell. You see that they all look very disheveled, covered in dirt, wearing like disheveled like long john pajamas and scars all over their arms and hands and face. And one that looks really concerned looks to have um, either gotten his eyes clawed out or 
maybe ripped out? What do y'all do? Uh, in a in another completely different manner and a more shocked tone, uh, color just immediately goes. Holy shit! What the hell happened to your face? Hey, uh, color, you gotta keep it under wraps. You know, if you're gonna think bad things about people and accidents, you don't say it out loud. You think about it, and then when you leave, then you talk about it. Or might I suggest uh, you, you do nothing? Keep that shift back to. I shift back into timid mode and go, ah, oh, ah, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Don't it's apologize all... to me, apologize to the man. What? But, uh, yeah. we should probably go talk to these guys. And I make my way to the, uh, back and I stand two feet away from the bar like the lady up front said. Sir! Huh? What? You ain't back, are you? Who you think we are? I thought you're the the thirty-handed ghost header. Nah, the name's Frankie. Oh, you thirty-handed what now? Yeah, the, answer the, the question again. The the thirty-handed ghost header lives out in the desert. He's invisible, and when he swings his thirty hands, thirty people lose their head. But he can't get you if you can't see him. So we don't ripped out our eyes. But if uh, he's invisible, how can you see him in the first place? That makes no sense. It also sounds a little counterproductive when you can just wear, uh, you know, blindfolds and just cover your eyes that way. You don't know how the 30-handed ghost header works. I do. So now why if, don't you uh, tell us about it? Well, first things is I seen him and he cut off my head. And then I put it back on and cut out my eyes, and then I couldn't see him no more, so I lived. Does this man have a scar around his neck? You cut off your own head. No, the 30-headed ghost header cut off my head. And you put it back on. Yeah, I sure did. How? Are you some sort of necromancer? Nope. Can I roll insight on this? I, I, I picked it up. I put it back on, and Fazora blessed me. I would also like to insight this person. Yeah, can we insight check this? Uh, sure. Make an insight check. <laughs> 22. 13. 7. <laughs> he absolutely believes what he is saying. <gasps> like, without a shadow of a doubt. And my, um... I get suddenly uh, just a real clever level head, and I go, oh, he believes what he is saying, so his experience may have been completely psychological. So what about the other ones, then? Uh, what do they experience? And I look to one of the other guys in the cell. He's just kind of holding his knees and rocking back and forth. And uh, what'd you see? Rocker over yep. here. You see that he kind of walks over and says, Old man Fibley's right. The thirty-handed ghost head was out there. I felt him. I kept my eyes closed the whole time so he couldn't get me. But I felt him. He was breathing on my neck. Like a hot, moist breath. But I kept my eyes closed, and I didn't lose my head. I would like to clap my hands together and just go, Uncle, please help me out in this situation. And then... Alright. Well, 
the best thing we can do is probably go out there, right? Oh, yeah, we got to figure out where we're going. Oh, yeah, where were y'all? Oh, well, we was out past. You ever seen out in the, out in the dunes? It's, uh, it's a collection of rocks. And then one ancient obelisk out there. We call it Dick Hill because it looks like a dick. Ah, clever. You ever seen that one? Yes, I have. It's very funny. It's very funny. Yeah, we we were at, we were out there. That's where the robbery happened. But I tell you, the thirty-handed ghost headers out there. I wouldn't want to go near there if I were you. We can wait another year without the without the sand dune sarsaparilla. Much as the kids gonna hate it. I don't really think we're going to wait a whole year to get that sand dune sarsaparilla. Well, y'all want to go out there? That's your prerogative. But if it was up to me, I wouldn't go out there. You kind of did go out there. Yeah, and, well, uh, that was, yeah, you know, well, maybe if I was me back then, then I wouldn't have gone out there. And then I wouldn't be who I am is now. Maybe if I find this, uh... 30-armed man, he might be good for the SWAT stick team, you know, back in cult. Maybe recruit him to hit the... It's that 30-handed ghost header. That's you, the man. You, you, you gotta know. You gotta know what you're getting into. He can catch a lot of balls. Oh, and hit him. <laughs> I, have, I have to ask, how many How many of your party went out and how many came back? Uh, well, 15 of us went out and the four of us here is all that came back. And they were all beheaded. Sure thing. Heard all their heads hit the ground. That, and that uh, means yours too, right? Because, you know, you said you got decapitated and then you put your head back on. Yeah, I'll put it back on, all right. Uh-huh. Now, what about the others? Why couldn't they put their heads back on? Uh, well, because they didn't, they didn't close their eyes like they're supposed to. They kept their eyes open. So when their heads hit the ground... Yeah, I'm staring at the 30 head ghost head. Now, now they're perpetually stuck with no head. Dead. As a doornail. They couldn't just put it back on like you did? Nah, because they didn't close their eyes when their head was spinning. A doornail was never alive in the first place. Probably exactly. right, you know. Exactly. See, you all wouldn't mind opening no can do, Buckaroo. We were under explicit orders. Don't open the door and stay two feet away from the bar. So let's uh, let's go, Crow. And Frankie's going to walk towards the door that they came in from. Well, what do we get if we let them out? Hold on. We probably get time in prison. And we get a bunch of blind, crazy people running around. If y'all let us out, here's what I'm with. I got a little, a little farm back home. It's got 30 little baby purple worms in there. Great grandchildren of Azura. You can raise them up, take them over, and rule the <laughs> section of the desert. Where's uh, where's this bag located? Oh, I ain't telling you unless you let us out. Well, you know, we would love to let you out, but we don't have the keys. We just kind of, you know, walked in through the front door. Plus, you know, I don't feel like going to jail. I was a very big SWAT stick hitter back in the day, so, you know, I can't exactly ruin my reputation like that. Well, then when your head hits the ground, you'll know. You'll know you should have listened to me. I, I mean, we just closed we our will, eyes. We will, bring, we will bring blindfolds. All will be well. I cannot be surprised. 
Y'all better watch out. That 30 headed ghost head is gonna get y'all. <laughs> and I'll be the one laughing. I'll be the one laughing with my head still on my shoulders. Fixed back by the Mata Fazora. Well, I mean, uh, you technically lost it in the first place, so, you know. Yeah, well, I was redeemed. I was redeemed. I was saved in Fazora's eyes. Uh-huh. As you have her grandkid, his, hers. What what gender is this, uh, Fazora? I, I kind of, who, who, father of, of, uh, of your, of your words. Well, y'all well, better get on now, you hear. Storm's dying down. And if you're gonna try to take on the thirty-headed ghost header, you're gonna need you're gonna need the time to prep. Now, hang on just a minute. There's a couple of things I still don't quite understand. So, oh, sure. Go ahead and ask. You say that you were attacked by this thirty-handed uh, ghost. You were robbed. That's right. Are you saying this ghost robbed you? Oh, uh, I'm saying that. I'm saying that ghost haunts that area. So then who robbed Whatever you? happened, no, we, we weren't robbed. We went out to investigate what happened to the uh, to the cart. We found the ruins of the cart there. Ah, oh, I see. And the heads. The heads of the, of the people that was ruined running it. And then when we investigate, trying to figure out where we thought this was bandits, that's when we encountered the 30 head. So then am I to understand that all that you found was... This ghost and the ruined cart? That's all? That's right. That's right. Hmm. You're certain yeah, there the are Zandun no signs... The Sarsaparilla was nowhere to be seen. The Zandun Sarsaparilla was nowhere to be seen around. Is there a particular bounty out for this, uh, 30-handed ghost fella? Nah, you see, the sheriff don't believe me. He thinks I've been high on some lighters or drinking the sauce too hard. He thought I was I was I was taking care of the the Avacushian, the Avacushian dust some, but I told him I told him I've been clean thirteen years, not a drop, not an ounce. I would like to reach my pull, push my flask into the into the bars a little bit. You might need this a little bit. Uh, I'm clear. I'm clean. But I would get your hand away from the bar for. Oh, really? There, trusty. You see, the one that was rocking stops rocking to get to stand up. Me and him have like a little bit of a staring contest because if he thinks he's gonna get at me, he, he's got another thing coming. I slowly back away from the bar. So as, as old Ridley stand, as old Ridley stands up, you can actually see a scar line along the neck, and you can see the freshly tore out eyes from old Ridley. I should see the what was his eyeballs laying on the floor. Could uh, we uh, try and get these guys some medical help? Color me convinced, guys. And I kind of turn around. We should head out. That sunset sarsaparilla ain't gonna find itself. Before we go, though, there's one more thing I'm still not quite understanding. You claim to have a bag of Fizura's great-grandkids? I stop at yep. that. And I turn yeah, around. I sure do. <laughs> Wait a this minute. This does not compute. Where did you get the grandkids? No, they grow all around. All in the same. Hard part's catching them. See, Fizura has so many kids that 
the area around here in the waste. Every time that you step foot onto the, the unpaid sand dune, you run the risk of being, well, leached upon by generations of his offspring. Ain't no one ever told you that before you've been walking through the waste? You never want to go off the path here. Nope. So you mean Fazura is just fine and dandy with you taking descendants of the mighty Fazura? Yeah. Well, as long as we raise them right. And who is it that decides what is raising them right? Well, all we can do is do the best by what we do. You know that. All right. And then if they're as common as you s say, then why offer them to us as a reward for letting you free? Well, because I'd like to see you try to catch them. Hold on. Hold on. So you're saying that you got to raise these youngins correctly, right? That's, that, that's the truth. And you got them in a bag somewhere just sitting nah, there? Nah. I got them in a little farm. I built like a little little glass farm. It's got sand in it. And then I dropped maggots in it. And then they eat the Dropping maggots. maggots in it right now. Huh? Well, well they, they ain't being taken care of and you're all locked up. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. My, my niece been feeding them every day. Well, she got enough. Maybe we should go and help her. Oh, no. She, she got enough. She knows how to take care of them. You uh, right. know where to find her? Huh? Where's your niece so we can ask her some questions? Oh, no. I ain't telling you where my niece is. I don't need you trying to trying to sneak up into the family and whatnot. My only love is for uh, stick ball, stick swat, you know? That's the true love for Frankie. Maybe we need to find it so that way we can find out some more information on uh, this 30-handed ghost hitter. Ah, no, my niece ain't believe me either. She don't think I'm loopy, what you call me. <laughs> well, maybe she's got some different information. We could talk to her, you know, cover all the angles, make sure that everything's covered. Well, I wait you. a minute. Are you all trying to con me? I uh, don't know what you're talking about. We're just trying to get more information so that way we can go get the sarsaparilla, save your friends if they're still alive, and, you know, we just carry on because we don't know if they're fully dead or not. Sir, trust me. Oh. You can tell I am not a liar. Oh, well, as long as you say that, I believe you. Well, you see, my niece, you see, she's on my farm just outside, just outside of Zorn. We take care of all kinds of things out there. Turnips, rutabagas, potatoes. Is there a worms? Just outside. You've seen it. We don't got a windmill. That's got a big, big old... Big old potato on top. Biggest potato you ever seen. Alright, uh, I think we should uh, get going now, folks. Me too. I Y'all better can... watch out for that 30-handed ghost header. Yeah, we you. know. Keep our eyes closed. If we see uh, if we see it coming, close our eyes, and then we can reattach our heads. You know, we've got it. We know. Yep. We yep. heard you, you know the first what? three times, and I'm going to walk out the door we came in. Y'all find everything you need, Sugars? Yeah, uh, we got, we got, I think we got all the information we need, you know, um, we just got to stop by, uh, his farm, visit his knees, cover some tracks and info, and then, uh, we'll be on our way. Do you happen to have a map of the area? Sure, sweet tea, I do. Here you go. She slides over a map. Ah, thank you very much, ma'am. I'm going to take the map and open it. 
Yeah, all right. If y'all need anything else, you just come on, come on down, and I'll help you out. All right. Just ask for Dottie. Thank you very much, Dottie. Uh, hail to Zora, <laughs> and Picker will walk out the door. Praise for Zora. Y'all, y'all have a good on time now. You hear? Praise for Zora. Praise for Zora. I'm gonna walk out the door behind Picker. See, see, praise, and I'm gonna walk out the door. A bottle. Now, uh, Miss Dottie, one more thing before we go. These men here, how much longer are y'all planning to keep them locked up? Well, the sheriff done called for some clerics to come down from the temple to do some healing. See if that will figure maybe getting rid of whatever, uh, whatever is afflicting them right now. You hear? So, as soon as that happens, we'll be letting them out. Ah, uh, yes, I see. Just better, better, better for the whole public if they're not, you know, tearing out everybody's eyes and whatnot. Indeed, I understand entirely. Thank you kindly, Miss Dottie, and praise for Zura. Praise for Zura. And what do y'all do now? I don't think it's necessary for us to go to, uh, uh, Ganesha's place. Why not just go take on this creature? Well, because the creature didn't really steal anything, according to him. We can also see, uh... What the man was like before he left for the Sarsaparilla. See if we can cross-reference everything, and I'll see if he was actually insane before he went insane. Well, I saw the uh, the marks on his neck and his eyes. I mean, I think it's pretty uh, pretty clear. He did not seem like a liar. I uh, I made sure to good get a good look at him. Also, what right. do you like Sora's kids look like? I, uh, well, I mean, distant relation, but uh, I heard that they there are plenty of worms around here. It's just so, uh, that's why you don't go off the trails; you just get eaten. Um, DM, does the map have the trails on it, or is it just like a map of the local area without any of like the routes or something? Oh yeah, it ha the the map of Fazoran has the actual township of. Fazorin, and all the notable locations. It also has the three routes leading out of town. Uh, one leading up into the northern side uh, towards the mountains, which is, you, it involves a pass that you're able to take, which uh, leads you towards Avandra, Douglas, uh, and the rest of the cold. And then there's also the one going out to the west which so there's the one that leads out to the west which leads to Kezendor and the gates to the dark hills spokestot and, and the like and there's the one that leads out to the south that wraps along the mountains towards the maw um do we know what direction dick rock would be yeah dick rock is located uh on the path to running to the east it's just past the uh, the small oasis in the center of the wastes. Mm -hmm. All right. So Frankie's gonna look at the map again, and he's gonna be like, "So, uh, I think we should be going this way." And he's gonna point on the map and be like, "I think Dick Rock's over around here, from what I can kind of gather." Are you sure? You seem rather familiar with the area. Myself, I've I only mean, been here perhaps once before, long ago, before I left the army. I do not know area. 
I only heard about it. I mean, I'm just kind of looking at the map, and the map has kind of like a dick-shaped rock on it over uh, this way. So I'm just kind of assuming that's what dick rock is. Then by all means, please, lead the way. like that. That one's more, uh, weird. Probably looks more like a dick when you see it up close. And I'm going to start walking towards the, uh, the direction of dick rock. But do we need anything before we head out, or do we think we're all set? And Frankie's I mean, going to pop some big league chew. Is most everybody like a humanoid? I'm a herringborn, so I I basically look like a rabbit, but on two legs instead of four. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm a Goliath. I should have stated that on the intro. I'm an elf, so... Yeah. Uh, I, I think all of ours look different. Dick Rock is a little confusing. But onward. Um, yeah, so I'm going to take lead and start walking towards, uh, Dick Rock. Okay, so you start heading down the trail towards Dick Rock. Are you guys doing anything else before you head out? I don't really think I have anything to do. Now, shouldn't we ask around? Are there, I, I think, I think, I would like to see if there are shops. If this, if this ghost is as dangerous as they say, we should bring potions. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. You know what? That's a that's a fair point. Uh, I didn't really think about that. So, uh, meet back here, or should we just actually we should all just go together? You know, that makes things. Why split up? That's a that's a fair point. So, uh, anybody know any of the shops around here? Is there anybody in the party who uses a shield? Oh my god, that was me. I'm sorry. I thought I was muted. No, I don't. I do not as a barbarian. I am punchy, punchy boy. I uh, I use fist, but I do have a nifty little sword. What about Captain? Is he using a shield? Uh, no, definitely not. I am a man of many blades. I have no need of a shield. I need somebody to try and grab me. Well, all right then. I guess I'll just use the shield all for me. <laughs> it's a uh, better safe than sorry, you know. You see, I like to make things. And so if we're looking at my things, maybe there's some things that you can uh, pick out from my bag, if you know what I mean. Uh, uh, I see what you mean. But uh, let's get let's get potions first, and then once we get the potions, we can do a little grab bag action, you know? Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, where, DM, is there a shop that's just near us, like a general goods store that's not run by Jimothy? Whoever he may be. Uh, so, yeah, there's actually uh, Fazurin's Trade Goods. It's a local shop that sells kind of just the very, very basic stuff. There's also a blacksmith uh, near nearby. It's called uh, Purple Scale Armor Works. So, uh, let's head over to that uh, general goods store that's right over there. And I point in the direction of the general goods store. Excellent plan. And I'm going to hop along after him. I don't really have any money. Uh, I think I got so, 10 gold from when I won uh, cards a little while ago, but uh, I know the captain just won recently, so he might be able to hook some fellas up. Or women. Or non-binary. I don't know the agendas. Normally speaking, I'd be happy to assist. However, it was merely for lousy silver. I mean, it's all yours if you want cool. it, if it'll help you out. Nah, I think we might we might be able to haggle, you know? Let's uh let's try the hands here. 
I wish you luck. I think perhaps I ought to stay out here on the street and ask around, see if anyone has spotted any suspicious activity or bandits as of late. Aye, aye, Captain. And Frankie's going to blow a bubble from the big league, too. Hey, hey, Frankie. Frankie, hold on. Here, here. And Picker's going to hold out eight gold. You, you take this, I'm going to hang out with the Captain. If you need anything for uh, this little excursion... You know, pick us up something nice. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't want to split us all up and leave anybody alone. Yeah, that's a fair point. We don't know who else is hanging around here. I'm just going to go get some health potions for us, and then I'll be right back out. You know, it'll be quick in, quick out. Easy in, easy out. Sure, now that's that's all I got left on me. I kind of been loose with my money lately, so if you could just uh, don't lose that if you ain't going to sell, you know, buy anything. I'll make sure it uh, stays put with me, you know. I'm sure it's, uh, it's all good. And then Frankie's going to go into... Frankie. Don't don't mess with me. I ain't going to mess with you, Picker. You seem like a good guy, and a good guy knows a good guy. We we shook hands, you know. That's a firm handshake, and firm handshakes mean friendship. Yeah, yeah right, sure. Anywho, uh, Frankie's going to go into the general goods store. You head inside the general goods store. And bell kind of chings, uh, chimes as you guys walk in. As you walk in, and you hear, "Well, howdy, praise Fazora. How can I help you today?" My name is Fazora. Hey, uh, praise Fazora, and uh, we're looking for some health potions. You happen oh. to have any? That's a little bit on the higher end of things that things that I got. I happen to have a few, but typically that's not something I carry. Uh, how much, how much you selling them for? Oh, sure thing. Uh, so, let's take a look here. I've got four here. That's all I got right now. Let's see. Well, I'm selling them for 50 gold pieces each. Hey, ooh, that's, uh, that's a tad bit pricey, uh. What if I told you? The, the, the tr trade import, you know, all you hear. It's hard to get, hard to get supplies out here that don't grow out here. I mean that's a that's a fair point, but what if I uh, what I offer you a trade? You know, I give you some of this, and I open up my pack of Big League Chew. I'll be like, I'll trade you some uh, some gum, which is from Cult. It's a special special thing that we stick uh, stick spot players chew before a game. You know, gives us good luck. Might bring in some more customers for you. So uh, I'll trade you some some of this mighty fine gum for uh, the potions, and I'll throw in four gold. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. I almost want to say a deception check. Oh no, I'm gonna give her gum. <laughs> That's a ten. Frankie's doing work. Uh, well, I'm I'm not too sure that uh that that'll be a good deal. However, I mean, uh, I, I I do I do finally like that. What is that? A club on your back? I'd be willing hey, uh, to trade trade for all four potions for that. I'm uh I'm sorry, but the uh the club on my back ain't for uh, ain't for sale. That's a uh, special item I got from uh my years as a SWAT stick player. Can I go out of sight? Of uh, Gosh, make, make a stealth make a stealth check. Uh, I just want. Uh, can I assist by distracting her? Uh, oh, sure. Man. You can try. So, so hey, uh, I mean, I could tell you the story about how I got the bag, you know? 
So, uh, so you can roll with advantage. Oh, yes, sweet. Oh, damn, that doesn't really do any better. But that's a 10. <laughs> I just want to just kind of get out of the way to where she doesn't really notice me. Like, she's not really looking my direction. Well, I grab the hilt of my sword. I'm not too interested in the story. Hey, got that, but you got anything else to trade? I'm always uh, keen to hear a trade. I could uh, uh, I can trade you for this great axe. I'll do magic for you. Give you a show in exchange for the potion. Hmm. Yeah, it's gotta be something I can sell. I uh, I got this great axe I could trade you for. Okay. Well, I would like I can to. Give, I, I, I can give you one potion for that. What about two? Because I can uh, I can throw in a javelin and we're throwing some gum. You know, the the big league chew is pretty big league. You know, it's hard to come by. And then I'm gonna blow a bubble right in front of her just to show that I'm also chewing the gum. Yeah. One more weapon, you got yourself a deal. Uh, I would like. Can to... I just try to pocket one while they're talking? Yeah, I would like make a funny check. In this in this instance, I would also like to summon a method. It just kind of yeah. randomly so shows up. Is there a way? Split a hand. Wild. Yeah. What's up? Do I have to roll for control, or is it, I'm just, it's just automatically under my control? It's just automatically under control. I just kind of grab the hilt and I go, dust. And then a uh, little sand kind of pops up. All right. uh, yeah, you pocket one while she's while she's paying attention to the, uh, the dust. I got a nat 20. Do I get to pocket two? You can swipe all four. Really? Yeah. Cool. I uh I got this javelin for you. I can trade in a javelin and the great axe. Well, as they're talking, I'm just gonna shrug and oh, seems seems as though it's not worth it, and hop out the door. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I don't. Nah, I I I think I'm gonna have to stick to my guns here. All right, three weapons. You said two earlier. Three weapons for all these. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, huh? The potions are gone? Who the? I, uh, I don't know. I was talking to you the whole time, so it couldn't be me. And she, go she goes to run out the door. Gods! Gods! Uh, I am going to pick up Kalor and then uh. sprint out the door and then tell Captain Picker and Vitorico that we gotta go. We just immediately leave the town. Damn it, I didn't roll a one. It just turns into a pile of dust a minute later. It, right on her counter. It's just a big old pile of dust on her counter. Hey, uh, we gotta go because apparently she thinks I stole and I didn't steal. So we gotta go before, uh, you know, we get thrown in jail with the other ones. And I really don't want to get my eyes pecked out, you know? I don't know what happened. I was kind of trying to show off what the, what the sword did. Yeah, I know, and I was talking to her about my uh, great axe and javelin, trying to get a trade, because, you know, she said two weapons, and now apparently it's three. Oh! I will tell you what happened, and I am going to display all four potions with a flourish. Well, that explains what happened to the potions, but, uh, we gotta go. And That's Frankie's right. gonna run. Frankie's gonna I, run uh, to the I'm east. Going to, I'm gonna hop off of you, and then I'm going to start running faster than you. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. You guys start running down the uh, the eastern trail. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
So you start running, booking it down the eastern trail. Um, as you guys can kind of head out of town, you see that the, the, the trail itself looks to be like compacted sand that's lined with sandstone bricks. <laughs> and then continuing down, you can see that it it leads all the way through the dunes. And then the dunes are very loose, flowy sand on either side as you're kind of just traveling this pathway all the way through. And you guys run for a good while until you're almost outside of outside of sight of the of the town. And uh, you have to stop and catch your breath, the heat kind of catching up to you all as uh, you kind of uh, stop for a second at the top of a top of a dune. What do y'all do? Okay, okay. We don't need to be running so far, right? <laughs> We're running. I mean, we uh, we just got to get away from the guards because of Viderico over here stealing the potions. I mean, it was a good call because I don't think she was going to bargain much more, but uh, good call, Viderico. We're not going to be running that's, uh, that's the unfortunate part, but... um. Once we come back, that's Asperilla. They're gonna have to say thank you, you know. Yeah. So. But, what the, the, and if the... we are good, we will not use the potions, and then we can just give them back. No harm, no foul. I mean, there was the the harm of stealing in the first place, but uh, if we were, we might as well use them, you know. Need them if they uh, if the ghosty ghoul is gonna try and chop off all our heads again. Well, not again, but. You know, like the uh, crazy guy was saying. Maybe you could Listen, pay my back. friends, it is better to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission. Hello. Ma said the same thing. Uh, uh, they always taught us different at a monastery. They were uh, just trying to do good. And sometimes doing a shady thing is doing good. Well, uh, when we come back with that sarsaparilla, they'll be saying, man, I'm really glad they stole those health potions from us so that way they could go get Sparilla. I mean, we could have also mentioned we are going to the Sasparilla in the first place, but uh, that's the purpose. You know, they're just going to say, oh, you're stupid. It'll be that. Well, depending on how much they love it, you know, it means everything to them, right? They only get it once a year. I mean, I think that's the whole reason I came here. Uh, some weirdo gave me a flask and, uh, Whew. And I, I hand, hand, hand hold up the flask. Anybody want some? Uh, no, I'm not that big of a drinker. Who gave it to I you? Will, I will take some, and I'm going to take the flask and uh, swallow a shot. <laughs> it is just like uh, hard whiskey, and like there is like uh, an endless amount of it. I, uh, I think Picker wants to know who you got it from. It was in the travels. I don't uh, really remember since I got, you know, really blacked out after. <laughs> it just kind of got passed around at a party I was at. Alright. Wow. <laughs> um, can we see Dick Rock from where we are? Uh, you still have about three days walk before Big before Dick Rock. <clears throat> I only so, got uh, one day of restaurants, guys. We should probably I also look. have, uh, yeah, uh, according to the map, we have, uh, a th what might be quite a bit to go, so, uh, 
we should probably try and figure out how to uh, either try and go back into town, apologize for stealing, and I also uh, look at Picker and hand him back the eight gold he gave me and be like, we uh, kind of didn't need it, as you can uh, as you can tell. And as a man of my word, I told you I'd give it back. I appreciate that. Now, uh, just letting you know, I do have some food or an ability to uh, make some food for us for our uh, trip, if that's what you're worried about. Oh, uh, if that's the case, then uh, what's it going? What are we waiting for? Well, hold on, no. no, no, this is a, uh, this is a limited, uh, item that I have, uh, created. I can make some food, uh, I'm gonna need some compensation at the end of all of this to refund my, my supplies, if you know what I mean. I can offer you a great axe or a javelin or maybe some gum. That's all I got for you. You maybe. can have, I, I just give you the sword I have. <laughs> no. Thank you, thank you. Now, I, I don't want any of that right now. I'm thinking maybe uh, when the deal's all done and we each get our payout, uh, you just reimburse me. Okay. I don't have use yeah. for money. I just wonder. Also, I'd like one of you to um, possibly try out one of my little toys that I have here. Oh, interesting. What are these toys? I would have it's just the one that I have. Uh, see, I think what it'll do, <laughs> I haven't had an opportunity to play with it yet, is uh, you put it on and then you kind of can can zap yourself 15 feet or so in different directions. Oh, so it's kind of like a teleporter. Yeah, yeah, a little bit like that. You, you can do that every once in a while. I have to spell teleport. I, I can do that. I'm going to cast teleport. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Frankie. Okay. Where? Where do you Where are go? You teleporting to? I'm going to. I'm going to try and teleport right behind Frankie, so that I'm standing directly behind him. You do so. Appear right behind Frankie. Um, I'm just gonna look at Picker and then just kind of look around and be like, "Hey, uh, where'd the uh, where'd Federico go?" I don't know. I tap him on the shoulder like, and say, Frank, they, oh, they, they, they Jesus, don't scare me like that, and I'm sorry for interrupting you, Picker, but uh, she just spoke me, and you don't spook the big guy. Oh, Jace, wow, look at that. <laughs> you're, you're tricky. I'm going to keep an eye on you. <laughs> I get spooked easy, you know, when you're as big as I, when you're a Goliath, you know, everything's not everything, but you know, sometimes the smaller people can slip by and you get into accidents. I accidentally kicked a person once. They kind of went flying a little bit. It was a bad time. Well, seeing as how uh, Federico doesn't want it, uh, maybe maybe you try him on, Frankie. See what you think. Yeah, I can I can give it a crack. Sure, and you'll Kinda see Picker like uh, pull out from his bag uh, some very shoddy cobbled together shoes uh that kind of have a bit of smoke and sparks coming out of the sides there's metal attached to them and winding whirling parts and kind of sputters a bit uh yeah just put these on <laughs> they are they just... uh are, are they gonna fit yeah they, they got uh i i talked to them they got a little bit of uh 
something extra to them. They should fit no matter what size your shoe is. I, I'm going to put on the shoes. Sure. Uh, they work as a bonus action. You can teleport 15 feet. Love to hear it. Gonna add that into the inventory. Teleport up to 15 feet to an unoccupied space. You can see you must have occupied the space at some point during your current turn. Alrighty. Gonna add that into my inventory. Um, I can offer you some gum as a thanks, you know? The the big league jewel isn't that bad, and I hold out the pouch. Yeah, sure. And Picker will take some. Um, so, roll one, you get 1d4 temporary hit points from the gum. Wow, these, this gum is pretty nice. <laughs> I, uh, I know, right? Well, that's why it's my favorite gum to chew before the swat stick games. So there you go. Uh, maybe you try them out, see if you like them. If not, you know, a couple of days I can make something different. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll give them a try in a couple of seconds. And then uh, I'm going to walk down the hill and look up at the spot I was just standing and then use the shoes to teleport up to the, the spot. Okay. Uh, yeah, you teleport right there. And it's kind of like you, you kind of come in at a slight angle. Like where, uh, where like your left, your like your left foot hits, and it's just kind of like at a at a slight like slight angle, so where it's just kind of like you have to recenter your balance. Oh, 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 man, that's uh, that's gonna be one hell of a thing for uh, the SWAT stick games, you know? Yeah, sure. I'm sure you can uh, fool some people when they think you're trying to steal a base, and then you come right on back, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know? Is that? Is, would that be cheating? Depends on how you look at the rules, you know, but uh, I didn't see anything when I started playing, but I've also been out of the game for a couple of years. Uh, I had to retire early a little bit, but uh, I'm hoping to come back at some point. Why, uh, Frankie, why did I'm you gonna, retire? Frankie, I'm I, uh, towards the back whenever we're uh, in a bit of a scrap, and I'm hoping those can help you maybe get to me if... Uh, if you need to. Oh, don't worry. I'm, uh, and I flex the muscles to show off that I'm just the big, strong boy. I, uh, don't worry. I'll keep you guys, uh, protected if needed. And, uh, I'm pretty sure the captain too can help out. So you all are kind of walking along as you guys are talking, you know, moving towards the destination. Um, and as you, reach kind of uh, a decent decent distance you can see that uh, off to the right there is a shrine to the whisper and being the goddess of freedom and adventure she has shrines set up for travelers and adventurers uh, to be able to stay in comfort and you know kind of like a home, home away from home kind of thing so as you get close to it you can see that there's like these kind of carved out uh seats from sandstone kind of wrapped around a small campfire um and there's also you can see that there's stacks of wood that have been chopped up for firewood already stacked and and a wood a woodcutter's axe also there for um splitting any other pieces of wood and then the shrine itself where there are individual little pieces and tassels and bits left for other adventurers to be able to use if they need to. I have an unspoken rule with the Whisper that 
if you take something from the uh, the shrine of the whisper, you leave something for the next adventure. I uh, would immediately like to just go ahead and leave ten torches. Okay. So it's 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 getting late at night, and if, and you guys have been walking for a while, so you feel like this would probably be a decent place to rest if you needed it. Um, and colors, you're looking at the at the altar. You see that there's rope there, a dagger, there's a mace, there's parchment, and ink and quill, and there's also a flint box. Is there anything written on any of the pages? Uh, no, it looks to be blank parchment. Interesting. If there's anything here for that you might need. I, um, Will takes a little bit of the, the, the paper and a little bit of the ink, and I will begin, you know, just writing. Just mainly okay. just simple, centriconic. Okay. Um, I'm going to start chopping some wood and getting a campfire ready. Okay. Captain, what are you doing? I'm going to sit a moment and reflect on our current situation. As we hardly have enough rations to make it all the way to Dick Rock and back. And uh, we're doing so by foot. Why don't you think, see if there's anything we can do to speed our travels. So you do see a couple of young adult purple worms out in the dunes that if you could wrangle them, you could ride them. Say, Picker... Yeah, what you need? Take a look over there. You see those purple worms? Oh, yeah, look at them. So I was thinking... What about them? If we can manage to get a hold of them, we can use them as a mode of transport. Oh, sure. You, yeah. uh... How do you want to... I stop what I'm doing. You say what? Said purple worms. You all would know... You all would know that the... The, the, the worm riders of Fazuran regularly ride young adult purple worms as their modes of transport. So it's not, like, unheard of, but they're usually the only ones who can do it. How big are these purple worms? Uh, so these are these are young ones. So they're, from what you can look, from what you can see, they're about four foot wide. Um, and as they're kind of, like, going through the sand, you estimate they're probably about eight foot long. They're big. They're not super big, like the older purple worms or Fazora. They're like a graboid. Yeah. Well, I can make them a little bit smaller, but I don't know if there's a whole lot I can do. How would we? How would we even get them? We could uh, shout insults or try and attract them with food, you know? Maybe uh, just hurt their feelings a little, and that might bring them closer. Uh, let's try and avoid angering them, shall we? Uh, anybody got a rope? We could make a real big lasso for them. Good thing there's a, a shrine to the Whisper over here, and I'm going to look for the rope on the shrine. Yeah, I will yeah, also a, pull out some a, rope I have. There's a hundred I foot also of- have rope. There's a hundred foot of silk rope on the on the shrine to the whisper as well. Um, and trade for the rope. I'm gonna put a javelin down. So, uh, how do we want to do this? Well, do you ever make well, a lasso? Nope. I'm just the uh, I'm the strong one. So if you can make the lasso, I might be able to pull them in. See, I can make a lasso for you. 
It's fun trick to entertain the children. And I whip together a real quick lasso. Okay, so that takes care of one worm. Now, how about the other? I've got 50 feet of rope. If anybody's got another section. Well, I mean, uh, we could probably pull one in and then use the 50-foot rope that you got and tie it to something so that way it can't get away and then just rinse and repeat, you know? Just leash them. There's, there's also the, the decent chance that one is going to be sufficiently strong enough to carry all four of you easily. If we only need one, let us, uh, let us, uh, make sure we can subdue it. Oh, uh, don't worry. Good old Frankie might be able to, uh, put the worm to nappy nap if, uh, need be. All right, then by all means, be bait. Try and, uh, distract it long enough while we sneak up behind it. See if we can get this rope around its neck. All right, Captain, you got it. And I'm just going to start shouting at the worm. Hey, you big purple ugly worm. Get over here. You see it shift towards you and dive into the dunes to where you can't That's see it. That's right. Run them back home to your mama. And I'm going to get the bat ready. Uh-oh. Maybe we shouldn't have done this so close to the campsite. The ground starts shaking. So I'm going to start moving back uphill from where we were. I am exactly. going to uh, move uh, a little bit closer towards uh, Picker. You see the violence of the shaking of the ground kind of simmers down. And you can see that it's shaking even more violently towards where Frankie is heading. So I'm going to... Um, how? Uh, I'm assuming I can't feel how close the worm is based off the vibrations. Uh, the vibrations are in your feet, but they're not as violent as they as they are about, you'd say, probably about 45 feet in front of you. But you can't really get a sense of where. Alright. So, Frankie is going to think about that one time back in Swat Stick when uh, James the Schwacker uh, hit the ball. And domed Frankie right in the forehead because Frankie was the pitcher, and he's gonna enter a rage. All right, um, and the ground starts to shake really violently, and this purple worm lurches out of the ground right at your face. I you take the bat and I just swat down. You get one free attack. Good, and roll to hit. Ah, uh, this is it. The moment. I believe in you. Oh, Ooh. that's an eighteen. Is an 18 hit? Uh, hold on a second. I was pulling up the stats. Yeah, all good. Um, real quick, roll me initiative, y'all, just so I can keep track of it. Can do. Oh, and I have advantage on initiative? Oh, wow. Oh. Captain's going first. Yeah, you are. Oh, no, the captain's going first? Yup. Oh, hell yeah. It goes captain, then me, then, uh. Probably me. Up. Because I got a twenty. So, so Captain, yeah. you see, you see the, the oh, young no. purple worm lurch up out of the ground, right at right right into the Frankie's face. It hasn't hit him yet, but it's right there. What are you doing? Well, I'm going to leap right at it and try and throw my arms around its neck, which I don't realize okay. is a bad idea since small compared to 
the worm. Alright, um, why don't you go ahead and make a... Eh, we're going to call this an athletics check. 22. So you land right on its back. Uh, then I'm going to try and pull it back. Alright, like you wrap in, you, you wrap in the rope around? Yeah. Alright, uh, go ahead and make an animal handling check. It's a 9. Alright, so you kind of pull it back and and it like kicks all the way up out of the out of the sand and back flops with you on its back onto the sand and then goes back into the dunes as you take six bludgeoning damage just kind of right onto your back on the sand um and i have a question mm -hmm. do you want me to roll for my wild magic surge uh yes please all right because i forgot to do it and i thought i'd ask now instead of later down the line Yes, please. Um, so, color, uh, you're seeing this happen, like where he, where the purple worm lands on the back and kind of smushes Captain a little bit. And as the purple worm is kind of going back into the dunes, you have your action. Oh, I, uh, I move directly in towards it and I go, oh, no, you don't. At first, I'm going to go ahead and give it a, like, uh, a little bit of a... I, I don't know if I have to do this. Alright, cool. So, alright, this just takes a bonus action. So, I'm gonna whip my hands out and, like, two big old dragon claws are gonna appear, like, from behind me, and I'm gonna try and grab the worm. Okay. Uh, w with them. Make an athletic check for, athletics check for grapple. And that's a natural one. <laughs> he rolled a two, so not much better. Um, I rolled a three total. Yeah, so his is 11 total, so. Oh, I get whipped through the air. Yeah. And this thing is, is going back into the sands. Uh, Vitorico, you're up. As you see, this thing push its face down into the sand and is getting ready to dive into the dune. Um... Oh, I am. Um, I'm going to see if I can. Jeez, I don't know how much time I have. Do I? Would I have enough time? No, I wouldn't. Never mind. Ignore all of that. I'm going to use my book of misspells. Okay. And Which I'm going to. I'm going to cast massage at the worm. All right. And see if that will chill it out so that it does not dive into the sand. All right, I'd like you to make an animal handling check with advantage. Okay. There's one. Come on. There's a second one. 24. Okay. Um, so you <laughs> see the, the worm just kind of sinks softly. And just lays on the top of the doesn't move. Excelente. How much damage did I take? Oh yeah, you took Bill after one bludgeoning. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to you, Frankie. You're up. What are you doing? All right. So where's the worm currently? It's laying on top of the sand, about twenty feet away from you, just chilling. Is it on the path? Uh, no, it's on the sand. Hang on, am I still trapped underneath it? Yeah. 
No, you were kind of just you were kind of crushed and beneath it, and then it rolled off you to go back into the sand. So you're not you're not stuck. Um, is the lasso nearby? Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna take the lasso and try and rope the worm and pull him closer to the path. Sweet. Uh, go ahead and make a acrobatics check. Let's call it that. Excellent. Twenty-two. You land first try, rope right around the worm's neck. And I'm just gonna pull him over and be like, "You big purple bastard, get over here! We need your help." Sorry for make calling an, you ugly. Make an animal handling check. Oh jeez, Rick. Fifteen. Notice that uh, it kind of leans up a little bit, curves its head to so where it's kind of reared in a in like a snake kind of position. Hmm. Um, and just waits, doesn't move. Shakes um, his head a little bit to the left and right. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm sorry for calling you ugly. I just wanted to get your attention, and I didn't know how to do it. And you know, I'm not exactly the brightest bulb in the box, so insults are the way to go. You know, it's a SWAT stick training, and that's all Frankie's gonna do for now because he doesn't want to run out at the moment. Picker, you're up. Picker is going to reach into his bag and pull out a small round item and throw it at the at the worm and cast reduce enlarge reduce I'm reducing it okay. you gotta roll a DC 17 con 8 alright it has disadvantage on all strength checks and grows one size smaller and one eighth lighter alright it shrinks down and is now much smaller. Yeah, it should be a little easier to pull in. Hey. So, uh, in Draconic, I go, oh, so, so, sorry about that. Uh, so like, uh, you mind if we, if you, if you help us out for a little bit, you get to eat whatever you want. If, uh, if things go bad, how did you just say that first? Sorry, I didn't, uh, didn't, didn't know about the language. I thought y'all were trying to cook my meat. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Wouldn't do that to cousin. Yeah. Some cousins try to eat cousins. No. Not me. I, I don't come from that part of family. Alright, cousin. Can you tell them not to keep rope so tight? Okay. Uh, uh, go. Alright. <clears throat> Alright, guys. Uh, he says it's cool to ride. Um, whenever, uh, just make sure ropes aren't so tight. And, uh, he, he doesn't have to be small anymore. Alright, if, uh, I'll, I'll loosen the ropes for him. It's the least I could do. I did insult him and call him ugly. And I'm just gonna, like, loosen the rope up a little bit. So that way it's not, like, suffocating him. You called him ugly. I gave him massage. Clearly, I am better with animals. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so then perhaps, Frankie, you should not be the one with the rope. Uh, no offense, I just don't want to risk angering yeah. our friend here. Uh, does, does our friend here have a name? Can you ask? Uh, what's your what's, what's name? My name's Color. Uh, hello? Yeah, my name's Cassano. People call me Gusto. Gusto. 
No, just just Gus. Oh. Hey, Gus, 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 Bus. <laughs> oh, bad joke. What's but, What's funny, cousin? Oh, that was that was a little me above character. That was a bad reference. <laughs> um, but his name's Gus. He uh he let us ride. I think you should have the rope since you can talk to the man. Mm -hmm. I uh I tried to get with a red. Sorry, Viteria, Federico. I hand uh you know color. Does he know where Dick? You know where Dick Rock is? Yeah, I I know where I know where Dick Rock is. Okay, so we don't even need to we don't even need to pay attention to where we're going. We just need to be on lookout. I can yeah. get you guys there in two hours. Oh. Let's do it. Um, take the wildest ride you can. I I don't recommend it. You tell me that. Uh, he says everything we, will be uh, smooth sailing. Should we uh, should we test first? You know, settle real quick. Let uh, let our friend Gus here uh, hang out, get used to the group, and then uh, move from there. Do you want to hang out with these guys? I'm ready when you guys are. He says he's ready to go. Uh, what do you think, Captain? There you go. What do you guys think we should do? You too, Picker. What's your input? Well, I'd like to wait till tomorrow. Uh, I got an idea for something I can I can make tonight. I have enough rations for one night. We could sleep on it right in the morning when we're fresh. Agreed. That sounds like the best option at this time. Take a moment and recharge. Let our friend Gus here rest up from the way we jumped on him and start fresh tomorrow yeah okay did you get all that do you understand the that tongue or just just this one uh, i just understand this one okay so he said you know wait till the morning cool all right i'm gonna go get something to eat then uh later let you guys have something to eat I, I have a little ration, and it's just a tiny little thing, and I and I toss it to him. What was that? It's just some jerky. No, I, I know we're like... I know. That's all I got. Well, I'll bring you back a sun gal. Ooh. Uh, does anyone, does anyone stop Gasano from taking off? He's going to go get something to eat. How, uh, how do we know he's coming back if he's leaving to go get something to eat? He's gonna bring something back. I, I don't know if uh, I trust that, but um, but uh, I don't know. I think he should stay put because there's no chance he's coming back. You know, it'd just be uh, yeah, I'm going out. I'm going to get some uh, something to drink from the inn and then never come back. Uh, he uh, hmm. The best way I can convince you while telling uh. Not a complete lie. Uh, I turn around. Hey, Gus. He wants to uh, know if he, how he'll know if you'll come back. You're my cousin. Okay. Family helps family. All right. He's my cousin, so like we're cool like that, and uh, uh. he just uh just 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 trust him. He's a cool worm, man. Not all of them are mean. I know some. I call her. 
But that's just a little prejudice. It's a language barrier. Um, uh, it's a high color. Uh, if you if you trust them, then I guess we can trust them. Um, I'm surprised they didn't. What color? Oh, I was just surprised anybody even really trusts anybody. Well, I mean, uh, we kind of have to trust each other at this point, because, you know, we're all kind of on this adventure together. I mean, we didn't really have to, but since we did, we gotta trust each other. Well, that's how teamwork works. And I'm gonna go back to setting up the fire and making sure everything's still going. And you guys kind of just get everything settled and set up and done for the night. Well, the conversation going on, Picker is going to be dumping out his bag and finishing constructing something. Um, okay. Mainly because I forgot to describe my my animal, my metal companion at the beginning. So he'll just finish it now. Um, so yeah, you guys are resting, recuperating. Picker, you're working. And night passes. Morning comes. No conflict. Nothing crazy happens. Um, and Color, you see, um, you see, coming from the horizon, you can see Gasano, and he flings a bright red and orange cow with horns that kind of curve into a circle over the head, and flings it right in front of you. Brought breakfast. I salivate a little bit, but uh, for for you know just some extra lore sake. What kind of cow is this? Like, do I know uh, what kind of cow this is? It's a sun cow. You would recognize it's a sun cow. It's the they're 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 cows that are are coated in the elemental plane of fire, and they typically are extremely spicy. Oh boy! Uh, if it's already dead and pre-cooked, as it as it already seems to be, yeah. um, I'm gonna go ahead and just like immediately begin chowing down like giant giant bites since it's morning uh everybody would see a finished product and it's gonna look just like our new worm friend just smaller uh, a mechanical version of it smaller and hanging out next to picker hey uh hey picker what's that oh uh this this is gonna be my little insurance. Uh, he's gonna help defend me and us, us of course, all of us. Uh, he's uh, he's gonna pack a wallop. I think he'll be uh, your best friend hanging out with you while I'm in the back, keeping you know you all protected. All right, I can dig it. I can dig it. Should we uh, should we get a move on now, or should we try and cook up a little bit and then? Uh, uh, Get her, get her, uh, get her stuck on the road. Well, after breakfast, I'm sure we'd all like to get going immediately. Uh, 500 gold <laughs> ain't, uh, it's uh, calling to me. That's a, that's a fair thing. Um, I'm just going to try and harvest. Uh, so you all kind of got breeze through the morning, get breakfast, get everything eaten, set up, rested up, good to go. And, yeah, it's, um, as, uh, as Gasano told you, Color, it's only about only going to be taking about two hours to get you to Dick Rock from here. Hang on, what? Hang on. Uh, 
about about forty five minutes if you don't really care about the safety of everyone riding him. Mm-hmm. How much do you guys care about your well being? Ah, uh, you know, I'm trying Charlie. to get. Be- yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with uh, bit of Rico over here because you know I'm trying trying to get back into the SWAT stick game, so uh, I gotta get in tip top shape. We can we can get there in forty five minutes or two hours. I would uh. I'd rather the two hours. It's late nope. too. Oh. This is just fine. Okay. Uh, I said uh, take the long route. Alright. And you guys hop on. He cruises over the top of the dunes at a pretty pretty fast pace. Going over some, and then certain times he'll like, he'll like jump over the uh, arch, the, the actual pathway on the route and stick the landing on the other side and after about after about two hours of travel you can see dick rock up in the horizon just giant sandstone obelisk stretching out of the the dunes and these two giant sandstone boulders on either side now uh that's a dick rock right there there's some pretty big boulders it's got (laughs) (laughs) If you look closely, there's a tiny little spring spewing from the top. There's no spring spewing from the top. But there is a small bit of, there is a small oasis nearby. Um, kind of, you can see or at the edge of the edge of the oasis, there's actually some green shrubbery growing as you guys reach the end. Hey, uh, the... Is there oh. shrubbery growing around the base? Yes, there is. Come on, let's keep going. So, uh, as we get over to the, uh, like, the spring, I'm gonna look at the captain and be like, Hey, uh, hey, captain. Yes? Uh, I know you're kind of looking glum, but I don't know if that's your usual look, but, uh, I got a joke for you that I heard back in the, uh, back in the league. Indeed, this is just my usual expression. However, do you really think this is the time for humor? I mean, yeah, because, uh, what does a storm cloud wear under his raincoat? Haven't the foggiest. Underwear. And Frank, he's just going to lose it. That makes absolutely no sense. I raised an eyebrow. Get it? Because, you know... Alright, well, uh, I guess that didn't really uh, swing well with the crowd, so we should uh, probably get back, or get going down and get the sarsaparilla. And Frank, he's going to kind of look after... He's going to wipe his tears from uh, uh, like the joke and then start walking towards the rocks. It's okay, you got two more strikes. Don't want to swing them all in one go, you know? Don't worry, big guy, I liked it. The next one might just be a foul, you know? Anyway, so uh, where's this uh, 30 armed ghosty guy? So looking around, you can see the oasis itself. You can see Dick Rock. Um, and then you can see the wreckage of a cart a little bit further off in the distance on the path. Um... And then around the oasis, you don't really see anything too out of the ordinary um, at first glance. But what are y'all doing as you're kind of standing uh, around there? I don't necessarily want to get any closer, but... Uh, uh, Can I roll perception to see like uh, if there's any signs of like the struggle yeah, from the previous guys? Check. Oh, no. You can, you can make an investigation check. All of you can make your own individual investigation checks if you'd like. Oh, 
Okay. That would be great. Because my investigation's a minus one. Thirteen. Sixteen. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. Frankie sees all. All right. Vitorico? Um, pretty sure Vitorico's AFK. We'll come back to it. Um, so, Frankie, you see the first thing that catches your eye, kind of stays catching your eye, is the Oasis is acting weird. Like, you see it rippling like if something was moving the water, but it's rippling from a point in the water that is in the center, and all the ripples are from about about 40 to 50 feet across and then rippling out towards the edge it just has your interest the whole time not really paying attention to uh, anything else i'm gonna um, grab a javelin and have that ready just in okay. case because i remember those guys saying they're invisible uh, and that'll bring us to next color color um, you're kind of investigating and you can see that there is something that kind of throws you off uh, there's a chair underneath kind of like an like an outcropping of the rock um, nearest the oasis. That's like the one of the boulders. And then near the chair, you can see there is some dust, but on top of the dust is a piece of rope. And then over with Captain, Captain, you can see it looks like that the wreckage of the wagon was moved from wherever conflict happened because the way that the wreckage is strewn about doesn't make sense for it to have been attacked where it was. Like, they put... Whoever messed, whoever messed this up, they put a wheel that was very obviously the, the, the rear wheel of the wagon and had the had like the, the wear and the design to be a rear wheel in the front. So it's very obvious that the wreckage was... And Picker, uh, you see... Um, that it looks like there's been tracks going from the oasis to the path several times like many feet like almost like bestial feet. and Vitorico, did you roll investigation i did i got a 19. okay um so you you managed to see that there's all this other stuff kind of going on um, but the one thing that you kind of see that kind of really catches your interest is all of the individual spots in the sand where you can see that they're slightly darker, kind of like a tinge of red. What do y'all do? I would like to grab the hilt of my sword. I, uh... Summon a little sand method, and I would like to have him travel across towards the oasis before anybody does anything. Is there a these like red dots in the sand that I can see? Is there one near me? Uh, yeah, they're like all over, but there is one near nearest you. Okay, I'd like to I'd like to see if I can brush the some of the red sand away and see how far down it goes. Okay. So as you kind of do that, you see a severed head right underneath the sand. Blood just kind of. Of course, I do. That. And with that, we're going to roll initiative. Oh, no. Of course we are. Shit. I'd like to let I you know. I can have to throw the javelin. I rolled a 22. Huh? We got two 16s and two 18s. 
Oh yeah, check that out. I was even with advantage. Two sixteens and two eighteens. Uh, but Stellaris would go before Picker because the higher mod. Um, usually when it comes to like ties and the initiative order, what my DM and what I usually do is we'll just roll like roll again, and whoever has the higher one would go first in the combat. Alright, uh, so color, you're up first. Okay, well, you know what? I'm experienced with fighting with my eyes closed. I'll close my eyes and kind of feel around for what's around. Can can I just kind of focus and see if I can feel any kind of weird weird vibes? Yeah. M make make a perception check at disadvantage. All right, I can do that. That one's a twenty-one, and uh, mm -hmm. oh wait, hold on, that was a, that's a nature check, and a eighteen. Yeah, so you both, you firstly, you feel like a hot, humid air coming from about 20 feet above you and above the oasis, and you can hear the low grumbling of a growl. Okay, I would like to move about 10 feet closer. All right. To, towards that, towards where that feeling is, and mm -hmm. would you say I'm about within ten feet of it? Uh, I mean, it's hard for you to determine whether or not you are ten about ten feet away from it. Okay, well, I'll make the swipe anyway. I'm gonna use my bonus action to again summon claws. Okay. Reuse a key point and like spectral dragon claws just pop out where, after I shoot a shoot a punch. Okay. Roll to hit. Oh, that was the wrong hit, but it's the same mod, so it's uh, it's a natural one. Yeah, you swipe and nothing doesn't connect. Nothing. That's that's turn. All right, Frankie, you're up. You can hear the sounds of breathing. If you can feel the hot, sticky air, but you can't exactly ascertain where it's coming from, just that it's coming from near the oasis. I'm, uh... I'm gonna think back to that time in, uh... Swat Stick, when I got out when it should have been an in, and I'm gonna go into a rage as a bonus action. Then I'm going to, for my action, use Magic Awareness. Oh, and I also have to roll for my Wild Magic Surge. So this is for Wild Magic... Oh, six again! Hell yeah! So... When I go into my rage, everyone just kind of sees like lights starting to float around me, and it's like red, blue, the rainbow. And uh, everyone within 10 feet of me gets a uh, plus one bonus to AC. And I also get the plus one bonus to AC. Okay. And then for my action, I'm going to use magic awareness. So as an action, I can open my awareness to the presence of concentrated magic until the end of my next. Next turn, I know the location of any spell or magic item within 60 feet of me that isn't behind in total cover. When I sense a spell, I learn which little magic it belongs to. Hey, DM, I also forgot to say, whenever I summon that thing, uh, I need a deck save from, from anybody around me. I believe what's in. Okay. Within 10 feet of me. So, if I, if I don't... 17. I'll pass, but... Um... So, do I sense where this thing is? 
Uh, you feel like it's somewhere near that area above the oasis, but you can't exactly know for sure. All right, so it's still within 60 feet of me, and I'm assuming it's using a spell, or is it just an ability? Uh, what? Um, the, the invisible thing. Because if it's a spell, I learn which school of magic it belongs to. And I get the sense where it is. Nope, no spell. Alright, no so it's just use. it's just magic. Um, can I do anything else for an action? No, I cannot because I only get one action. And that'll be it for Frankie. Okay. Vitorico, you're up. Sorry, I forgot to unmute. I started talking and then that was a whole thing. Anyway, um... Um, I want to cast color spray, I think. Okay. What are you spraying me with? <laughs> I, oh shit, no. Because color spray doesn't do what my brain thought it did. Shit. We can't see anything, hey? We can't, no. like we there's, can't there's, see anything. There's no silhouette. There's no nothing. All you you can hear, what sounds like low grumbling sounds, mm -hmm. and you can feel like the warm, humid breath. Of what you whatever this thing. Right. Okay. I'm going to aim for where I can hear the growling. Okay. And I'm gonna cast snowball swarm. Okay. Um. So, a flurry of magic snowballs erupts from a point you choose within range, and each creature in a five-foot radius centered on that point must make a dex saving throw. I'll make that dex saving throw. That is a ten. Uh, needs to succeed on a DC twelve. Okay, so it fails. Nice. So you see that you feel you can. This thing gets pelted with snowballs, um, and what are you doing when you hit it? What do you mean? Like, are you, are you, like, are you looking at it? Are you... Yes, like, you I'm, I'm looking at where I, where I cast the spell to see okay. if I can see, like, the shape of the thing. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you can go ahead and, uh, what's the damage on that? I am rolling right now. 14. Okay. 14 cold damage. Okay. So, um, you can see an outline of, looks to be... 30 heads then on the edge of the these long necks is this sharp axe like head with no mouth and then a body like a giant like almost like dragon and in the center of the chest is this giant gaping mouth and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw oh no <laughs> I don't think my wisdom's very good. 20. Okay, uh, you feel like a ting in your head, like really painful, but nothing else happens. Okay. And that'll bring us to Captain Stellaris. You can see the outline of this creature now. I need you to also make a wisdom saving. That's going to be an 8. So you feel a sharp pain in your head, and your neck burns like fire as, as, as a scar kind of comes across your neck and you are going to take six fire damage on your neck Ow. 
And your turn. What are you doing? Alrighty. Well, I'm going to pick up my rapier, the thousand cuts, and my longsword. And I'm going to run up and swing at it. Okay. Roll to hit. No disadvantage now, now that you can see it. Okay, the rapier first. But, but due to the heat, by the time we get down to Vitorico's next turn, the snow will have melted. So that was a 10 with the rapier. Shit. That'll miss. And then with the longsword, it's going to be a 19. That'll hit. <laughs> For three damage. Wait. Got it. All right. And that'll bring us up to the good old classic ever so dangerous 30 headed uh 30 handed ghost header. All right. Starting off first. Color. One of the heads swings at you and that's a 22 to hit. Is that hit? Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Uh so you're going to take 15 psychic damage as this thing goes right through your neck. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, damn. That one hurt. Why is this not a... That's a natural 20. You see what looks to be an astral projection of your head fall and hit the ground. <clears throat> but you can see through it. Like, you can see the projection. I would like to... Bring out that force of spirit behind my, uh, behind my, uh, path. Right. My, path. my, my, my stand appears behind me. All right. Um, and then the next one, uh, Frankie, that'll be a 21 to hit. That, uh, unfortunately hits. All right. And you're going to take 14 cold damage as an resistant baby right at, right at your, right at your neck. So you take seven cold damage instead. Hell uh, yeah. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Ooh, not hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's a five. You see, literally, you see your head rotate and you feel your top of your head hit the sand as you were looking up at your body. That is Can I... Close my eyes and put my head back on, like the guy said. I paid attention. Sure. Uh, make another wisdom saving throw at advantage. All right. Hell yeah. So it was seven damage from um, the cold. Correct. All right. And that's it so far. That's a 15 for the first one and a three for the second. So 15. Oh, you pick your head back up, place it on top of your shoulders. And you feel your head now back on the back up on your shoulders where it's supposed to be. I paid attention, baby. Got him. All right, Federico, you're next. That is going to be a twenty-eight to hit. Hell yeah! All right. Uh, so this one swings at you, and that's going to be uh, six lightning damage as it goes right through your neck. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> And that one. You, you feel your head just all roll off your shoulders, land in the edge of the water, and you can feel the water flowing up into your into your mouth, and you can see your body staggering without your head. Uh. uh you do. 
Can I... We can't see... Can we see him anymore? Or at this uh, monster not, thing anymore? Not, not, where, not, not from where you're at. And no, you can't see him anymore because the snow melted on your turn. Right. Oh, no, no actually, no. Actually, we haven't gotten around to your turn yet, so it's still fine. But from where your head's at right now, you can't see him anymore. But before um, your head got cut off, you could see where he was. I, 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 is my body close enough to pick up my head? Yeah. Cool. Can I also close my eyes and pick up my head and put it back on? Sure, make a wisdom saving throw at advantage. Keep pushing the wrong button. Wisdom one. All right, that was a hefty four. Wisdom two. So. A little better at a 16. Uh, so yeah, you pick pick up your head, get it back on your shoulders, spit out the water that was in your mouth, and you, you're right as rain now. Beautiful. Thank you very much. That'll bring us to our next attack. One for Captain Stellaris. That'll be a 14 to hit. That's going to be a miss. All right. And one head swings wildly at you, and you kind of dodge underneath it. And last one for Picker. That'll be a... 21 to hit. Shield. <laughs> Alright. Do you raise it up enough? Yes, to a 23. Cool. Alright. So, that'll be the end of its turn. Picker, you're up. You can still see the outline of this thing, so I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. 19. Alright, you're good. Uh, you feel like a little ping mentally in your head, like painful, but it doesn't do anything else. Okay, uh, Picker will pull out another contraption from his bag and it's a little vial and he will smash it on the ground and he will cast Tasha's Caustic Brew. Okay. 30 foot line, uh, dexterity 17 save for him. Dex saving throw. That's going to be a 10. Right, he fails. Okay. And takes... Four points of poison damage and is covered in acid and is unable and has to spend a turn scraping it off if he wants to stop burning. Okay. All right. And is that the end of your turn, Picker? Then for my bonus action, I'll shoot a crossbow at him. Okay. 14 to hit. Uh, that'll miss. Okay. You see it ting right off the side of, of whatever this thing is. Okay. And, and then, yep, good. Uh, right after my turn is my is my mechanical creature's turn. Okay. Um, I'm trying to pull him up really quick. Steel defender. Uh, my steel defender will get up right uh, next to Frankie and take a defensive position next to him. Okay. And that's it. All right. Uh, color, you're up. You can still see the outline of this thing, so I need a wisdom saving throw. Oh, I would, I would still have my eyes closed. I, I heard. I was paying attention to that dude's okay. story. So you, you still have your eyes closed? Uh, I'll, I'll make attacks with disadvantage if I have to, but okay. uh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna inch a little bit closer towards, uh, towards where I feel him, and my first action is going to be to. Uh, wing with uh with my big astral arm. Um, he's got to make a deck saving throw first, right? No, because they're already up. 
No, they're already out, and they last okay. they last a minute. Uh, that's gonna be a fourteen to hit, unless I have disadvantage. Uh no, you miss. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna flurry of blows and then just swing again. Okay. Uh, a seventeen. Uh, do I have you disadvantage may... to hit or no? no? You're you're fine. Okay. You're fine because you have the you have the you do the blind fighting thing, right? Uh, no, I don't have blind fighting. I'm just swinging wildly. Like I said, I'll take the disadvantage to hit. I was just asking since I'm, yeah. you know, kind of trained monk. I'm just swinging wildly with giant astral arms. You know, I mean, because because this thing is huge, I'm gonna allow the the, the wild swinging to be be fine. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that'll hit. Seventeen hits. All right, that's gonna be eight. Eight, eight blood damage. damage. Uh huh, and then the second, and then the second hit was a twenty-three. Okay, that'll hit for uh ten bludgeoning damage. All right. Uh, so and, as you kind of land and, and both, force really, land, but you kind of land both these both these hits, uh, the force damage kind of knocking it pretty 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 solidly good. What you can hear is you can hear the sounds of something hitting the water of the oasis and the rest of you who are looking you can see um portions of scales falling into the water revealing this like grayish oozy skin that's just kind of dripping underneath <clears throat> and that'll bring us to frankie all right so here's the plan i'm gonna look down at the ground open my eyes and then i'm gonna look up just enough to where i can see the captain's feet but not the creature I'm going to take my bat in hand. I'm going to keep mm -hmm. looking at the ground towards the captain's feet. And once I get close enough, I'm going to swing up on the uh, the uh, ghost. Okay. Uh, you can roll to hit. Batter up. That's an 11 for the first attack. That'll miss. I actually, I rolled on that one. What? Here comes attack number two with the bat. That's a 12. A 13. 13, because it's plus one to hit. Uh, that's gonna miss, too. God damn. Uh, I'm raging. Um, so, it's the captain and color within 10 feet of me, right? Right. They get plus one to their AC, because of my, uh, wild magic surge. Okay. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I believe all right. that's all I can do. All right. Vitorico, you're up. Okay. Um, I would like to use my Book of Misspells and cast Fold Person. Okay. Um, so I'm going to, with my eyes closed, I'm just going to aim my body where this monster was and cast Fold Person at it. So the target must make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, geez. I'm sorry. She's crying again. You're fine. Um, a wisdom saving throw. Um, or take 4d6 damage. That's a 20. Not natural. Um, you succeed. Damn it. <laughs> so you spell goes off, but nothing quite happens. Pretty much. Uh, um, 
Or sorry, you have something else for Dorico? Um, I have for like a bonus action. Um, I can jump up to twenty feet without provoking opportunity attacks. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm going to, I'm just going to jump back ten feet. Okay. And then I'm done. All right. Uh, Captain Stellaris, you're up. So this thing is in the water, yeah? Correct. And what was it that you said I could see some kind of scales? Yeah, you could see, like, it looked to be, like, these scales when they were falling and hitting the water. But when you saw them as they were falling off, they were, like, ref they were, like, reflecting and, like, mimetic in the way that they, they were actually making this, whatever these scales were on, look invisible. And underneath it, you could see that this drooping gray and oozy-like substance. Okay, and how far away is it from where I'm at? Uh, it's about 60 feet away from where you're at. With the actual body of it, but its heads are right up on you. Okay. Then I'm going to swing with my longsword and rapier again. Okay. Roll to hit. Alright. For the longsword, 25 with a nat 20. That'll hit. Nat 20, roll percentage. So that's going to be what? Two D10s? A D100 D&D &D Beyond. Mm -hmm. 43. Alright, that's going to be double damage. So, whatever you roll for damage, okay. double it. On that one attack. So, total of 12. Okay. And then the rapier? 19. That'll hit. 11 piercing. Okay. Alright, you land two solid hits on this thing. Um, since you can still see it, I'm going to need you to make a wisdom saving throw. 16. Alright, uh, you feel that little ting inside your head, but nothing else happens. Right. That'll bring us to the 30-handed ghost header. First up, it's going to attack Color with a swing. That is a 12. That'll miss. Then it'll attack Frankie with it. another swing. That's a 26. That totally misses all the 100% all the way. My steel so, defender will impose disadvantage on that. Okay. By default. Oh, yeah. That'll be an 11, then. That misses. Uh, Hell, so yeah. The next attack will be on Viterico. That is a 19. That hits. All right. So you take 14 acid damage. As you feel another head get another head, blade go right through your neck and your head once again. Wisdom saving throw. Uh, as a reaction, I'm going to use uncanny dodge. Oh wait, no, because I can't see them. Never mind. Ignore all of that. Let me do my saving throw. No. Doesn't the hair have a reaction where they can jump 15 feet in the air? Mm, no. Hold uh, on. Once. What'd you roll for your wisdom saving throw, Bitterico? Seven. Uh, yeah, so you, once again, your head rolls off your shoulders, this time landing behind you. Of course it does. And you can see, look, looking at your back, and your body kind of just flailing around without your head there. What do you do? Um, cry and yell insults at myself. And then, am I still in control of my body? Yeah, you are. If I turn my, if I turn around to pick up my head and put it back on, 
Am I going to open myself up to attack again? Uh, no. Cool. Then I'm going to turn around and pick up my head, still screaming insults at myself, um, and uh, put it back on. Make a wisdom saving throw at advantage. First one is 15. Second one's 11, so 15. So you grab your head, get it right back on your shoulders, and everything's right as rain again. Perfect. That'll bring us to our next attack on Captain Stellaris. That'll be a 19. That's a hit. All right. Uh, one of the blades goes right through your neck again. That's going to be eight oh, fire damage. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. 15. All right. Uh, you feel a ting in your head, but nothing happens. And that'll bring us up to fight, swinging on picker. And that'll be a 20 to hit on you. That hits. Um... So, you're going to take 11 lightning damage as one of the, you feel the blade go right through your neck. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. A six. So, you feel your head hit the sand right in front of your feet. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to uh, close my eyes and uh, try to shove my head back on my shoulders. Make a wisdom saving throw with advantage. That's a 7 and a uh, 21. Natural okay. 20. Alright, uh, so you pick your head back up, get it back on your shoulders, and you're you're ready to you're ready to keep rocking. And it's Beginning your turn now. That 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 ghosty guy's turn, he took uh four or five points of acid damage. Yep. yep. Got it. Okay. Uh Picker's gonna back up just a little bit, uh, try to get a little space between uh, him and this this big man, just a little, and uh, he's gonna cast Conjure Barrage. He's gonna pull out a dagger, and he's gonna throw it at it, and it's gonna create a, a cone, and it's uh, Dexterity seventeen. Okay, uh, that's a fail. Right. It's going to take 12 points of damage as okay. a, uh, celestial daggers just go flying through them. So you see he goes sink right into it and these daggers kind of go piercing through it and you see more scales just dropping into the into the water, revealing what looks to be a gray sludgy underneath all those scales. So are the, and... is the dagger inside him? Is it stuck in him? Yes. Wonderful. I'm going to pull out my crossbow and as a bonus action, or bonus attack, I'm going to uh, shoot him. All right, roll to hit. 12. That'll miss. Ah, this thing. My goodness. All right, uh, that'll bring us up to color. Uh, I can't really tell if this thing's getting down or not, and I'm just going to wildly just start smashing around... Yo, right on top of where I think it is. Uh, Roll to hit. So the first one's going to be a, a 20 win. That'll hit. For, ooh, 11 force damage. All right, got it. And then my next attack is a natural one. That's going to miss. Boom. Uh, then I'm going to uh, use a key point for flurry of blows. Okay. And uh, that's going to be a 27 to hit. That'll hit. For a uh, 7 
force damage. Okay. And then my last one's gonna be a 13 to hit. That'll miss. Um, darn. Well, that's all I can do. I just did the aura, aura, aura. All right, uh, Frankie, you're up. I'm gonna do what the coach taught me to do the best. Swing. I'm gonna swing on him. Alright. Roll the hit. Come on, something. Alright, another net one. That's a miss. Swing All right. Hit. Yeah, don't worry. One of these days with my plus ten to hit, I'll hit. That's a nineteen and I think I have real critical. Yes you do. Aw oh, hell yeah. I thought that was a 19 on the die. That will hit, though. Yeah, I did roll a 9. I rolled a 10 plus 9. Well, actually, it'd be a synthetic 20, because the bat gives me plus 1 to hit. Alright, uh, damage, if you don't mind? Yep. Um, damage with the bat is 13. Okay. And I'm going to use home run, and I'm going to send it flying 30 feet Actually, no, I don't want to send it flying. Yeah, so that's only when you roll a 20 on your attack roll. Yeah, so I rolled a, uh, I rolled a 19. It has to be a 20 on the die for that one. Oh, it's got to be a net 20. Yeah. All right, I'm picking up what you're putting down now. It just says when you roll a 20, and I assume synthetic or net. Um, and then with brutal critical trick. But you, you could do seeing stars from that. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So give me that constitution saving throw. That is a 19 total. Uh, me to beat it, actually. No, I, I have a 17 for the uh, saving throw. Okay. Is that the end uh, of your turn? Yes, because I think that's the only thing I can do because I don't have a lot for bonus actions. All right. Vitorico, you're up. Okay. I... I would like to cast uh, Fryerball, um, so it conjures and launches a clergyman at the target, dealing 8d6 bludgeoning damage on a failed dex saving throw. Yep. Is that an AoE, or is it single target? A uh, single target. Oh, that is a, that I is a 10. He, he failed. I love it this spellbook. <laughs> what what it, it was it was called a fryer ball fryer ball yes oh my god um and then and then and then four five six roll oh shit i only rolled 66 shit let me roll two more i got the i got the 19 so cool and six uh, for a total uh, of so, twenty-five damage. So, how, how how does this how does how does this creature die with this fryer ball? The fryer ball kills it. So, what happens? Detail it for me. <laughs> okay. Um. So, I'm just gonna read the rest of this spell description. The conjured friar is holding its knees and tumbles end over end while screaming religious platitudes during its flight, and then lies still after hitting the target. It is a non-living magical construct, and upon closer inspection, it appears to be made of painted wood and dyed cloth. So, I'm going to say that this, um, <laughs> that 
that this friar ball hits the hits the creature just above its weird chest mouth um and shards of wood get just stabbed into it all around the mouth like some sort of really painful lip liner um and as it falls to the ground the cloth um kind of slips off and covers some of its heads so that its heads cut off other heads and then it's just pure beheading chaos until it lies still. That's the end of that's the end of the encounter. Um, you guys are all kind of sitting there trying to figure out what the hell just happened. Um, <laughs> the uh, coming from down the path, you see Sheriff Dustwalker riding up on a uh, on a purple worm. Says, "Open my eyes." Well, Did we get it? Sure looks like y'all had a good time. Could yeah, be. you could say we had a, uh, we were head over shoulders here. It was a real sight. You should have seen that fight. I killed him with a, with a priest. I heard praise for scream over my head. Huh. Well, we'll have, uh, the rest of the Purple Riders come on out and clean up here. Why don't y'all, uh, come back with me, we'll get y'all set up with your monies. And whatnot is, uh... Hey, hey, you should probably, uh, look over, uh, at Vitrico. Is her head off? Uh, no. Nope. Is it, like, actually off? Or is she nope. doing okay? Nope. But each, each one of you who had gotten hit now has a scar across your neck. <laughs> Hurts a little bit. And, uh... Yeah, my uh, neck is sore kinda looks like that old... That kind of looks like that, uh, old yeah. Pook was right, but, uh... Yeah, we found uh, we found out that uh, somebody had brought this creature here as a distraction. They done stole all the uh, the sand dunes sarsaparilla for themselves. Had stashed in their house. But the deal's a deal, so we got you paid five hundred gold. Just come on down to the fez, and we'll get you all set up. You should probably return those potions. What potions? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Color is just being uh. color. Where's the sarsaparilla? Uh, we should, we yeah. should talk over a nice sarsaparilla. Yeah, come on down to the fence. We'll get you all set up with a nice ice cold sarsaparilla. Oh, hey, uh, hey, Captain. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking to the actual Captain, not the sheriff. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh,. So, uh, this kind of reminds me of another joke I heard. Go on. So, uh, why did the cowboy adopt a wiener dog? The fuck is a wiener dog? It's like a, uh, it's just a long dog. Long dog. Okay, well, why? He wanted to get a long little doggy. And Frankie's gonna do a knee slapper and he's gonna start making his way to town. <laughs> <laughs>